0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: It's far from over. It may not even be the end of the beginning, but nearly every public and private element in the United States is somehow involved in pushing back the pandemic. A few of the career federal civil servants you may see on TV, but thousands more are working behind the scenes. And for some perspective, we turn to the president of the Volcker Alliance, Tom Ross. Mr. Ross, good to have you back.
0: Thank you very much, Tom. Glad to be here.
1: And as a sort of good government group, the Volcker Alliance has released a statement on this very topic. Summarize for us what the Alliance's view is on the federal workforce at this point.
0: Well, I think we have to begin by thanking the civil servants of America, the public servants who are every day um, serving our fellow citizens. You know, you can think about our public health service and the incredible job they're doing. You think about the people at CDC in the trenches that are trying to figure out Uh, what this virus means, how to deal with the spread of it, how to deal with uh, thinking about treatment and and um, doing the research necessary to understand what's necessary for a vaccine. I mean, there's so much going on. And then at the state and local level uh, where you have uh, first responders every day, putting their own lives uh, at risk and their own families at risk to serve us. Um, You know, I noticed there were over a thousand members of the New York Police Department that have been infected with coronavirus uh, as they go out and try to serve the public. So, you know, public service workers, we we owe them a great deal of thanks. And I I first think we have to be paused and be very appreciative of, of their service to all of us. I think the other factor here, though, is um, we have to step back at the same time and, and uh, be careful to watch what's going on, to learn lessons, uh, to prepare for the future. Um, and I think one of the things we're seeing already uh, is uh, how critical um, that the, having the right people in the right place is. Um, and having them there before a crisis ever happens. You can't wait till a crisis comes to get the right people in place. You have to have them ahead of time, and uh, they have to have time to prepare and to do scenario planning and to think about the execution because when the crisis happens, uh, there's not time uh, for those things. You've got to act.
1: It also seems like there's a new federalism kind of reemerging with the states and the governors taking a lot of leadership on this. And yet a lot of their resources eventually come from the federal government. And so you've got more of a localized reaction and game plan, even though you have federal backing. That seems to be something that's a little stronger than we've seen in recent years.
0: Yeah, well, I think there are a lot of people who would have different reasons for explaining why that happened. But, you know, I do think that uh, you've seen mayors, you've seen governors uh, really step up and lead uh, in, in this crisis uh they've they've been the ones that i think are on the front line and see most closely what's happening um and so that's the reason i think they've taken steps maybe sooner than uh, has happened in in uh at the federal level and certainly they've um you know the, the the steps that have been taken have varied depending on the level of the crisis but um i, I think people's view of government uh it's going to be interesting to see how we come out of this because on the one hand i think they are seeing government really step up at the local level and make some tough decisions and, and, you know, have to make decisions that are hurting the economy and hurting people, but at the same time are trying to save lives. And it's a tough dilemma, uh, but I think people feel good that, that a lot of local officials and state officials are doing the right thing. Um, you know, the federal level I think was um, a little slow to respond. Uh, and, you know, we're still seeing some problems getting the equipment needed out there. Uh, and, Hopefully that's that's changing and going to, uh, you know, allow us to catch up before things get even worse.
1: We're speaking with Tom Ross. He's president of the Volcker Alliance. And comment, if you will, on the difficulties of keeping regular programs going. I mean, everyone thinks of the census, for example, which had a really big program going before all of this, and it has to finish that work, and yet all its people are scattered, and there are so many external forces now scrambling the plan they had in place for, counting people.
0: Right. I mean, I think, again, this is, a, it is one example, and I think you're seeing it at other agencies, other federal agencies, as well as at state and local government, where those people that have done really good advanced planning for, for various different scenarios are better positioned to deal with this. But I don't think anybody could foresee something of this scale uh, happening quite as quickly as it did. And you know but the census um you know they they were prepared to do a lot of it online um you know i know i've i've completed the census i hope everybody will i think it's critically important to our country that that we get the best count we can uh, so I hope people will do that, but it, you know it, it is possible to do it online. I think they thought about that. I think their real problem now is what are they going to do about the sort of follow-up in the door knockers and, and, that's, and that sort of thing, and um, I'm sure that there are people working hard to figure that out, and, and uh, those are the people that we ought to be thanking because they're the day-to-day civil servants that are still having to uh, buckle down and do their job, some of them in the office uh, and some of them, um, you know, doing it remotely. And fortunately, we have uh, the technology nowadays that allows a lot of work to be done remotely.
1: And of course, everyone is familiar with the site of Dr. Anthony Fauci, a longtime career civil servant there on television with the president, with appointed officials, with elected officials. What's the best role now for appointees as their agencies labor through the details of program execution?
0: Well, you know, I think if you're a political appointee and you're you're sitting in a again in a federal agency or or even you know state and local agencies uh, the first thing I, I think one needs to do is um, before a crisis ever happens to a built trust with the civil servants, because many times they're the people, as Dr. Fauci certainly is, who have tremendous experience, who've been through lots of different situations in the past and bring a lot of experience to the table, but they also bring a very high level of expertise. Um, You know, we we have some incredible people working in government, and they do have amazing expertise. And so I think you build that trust. And then when something like this happens, you listen. You listen to them. You listen to the facts. Um, and you take advantage of their experience uh, and step back and let them do their job.
1: Now you have been a state official, you've been a congressional official at the federal level, among other jobs, and in higher education. And rarely a disaster is of such an unprecedented nature, not like a flood or a hurricane, which you know, are unfortunate, but we kind of know how to deal with. But I think in this case it's more akin to nine eleven in that it is something that was difficult to imagine. And so what might be the permanent effects on governance and approaches that you think could fall out from this?
0: Well, look, I think this is historic, no question about it. Um, There were people, Bill Gates, uh, who I watched a a TED Talk with Bill Gates in a 2015 TED Talk in which he said this was the biggest threat to the world. Um, And here we are five years later and it's happening. So uh, there were people thinking about this ahead of time um, and, and whether we were as prepared as we should be is a question we should we should think carefully about in the future and really you know debrief once once we get past this crisis and understand what we didn't do as well as we should, and how can we do better you know I think there will be permanent impact here um I think the world will change in some ways um, that we it's hard to predict, but certainly we're all learning to adjust and and uh, people are working you know, remotely, they're working all over the world, they're using technology in ways that they haven't before, um, and I think that will certainly change the nature of work as we move forward. Uh, I hope what will come out of this is uh, a couple of things that relate to government. One of them is that, that we understand the importance of governance, the government in our lives, that we remember that uh, not just in a crisis but day to day, that we also come out of this understanding the importance of having the right people, the right talent in government. Um, And frankly, as we've talked about before, you know, there is a workforce crisis going on in government uh, and we're going to need to give that some serious attention when this crisis is behind us, because that's the way we'll start preparing for the next one is to really have the right people in the right place. Um, You know, I think there will be some, uh, some, you know, Um, analysis done afterwards of specific things we did well and specific things we didn't do well, um, in this crisis and, you know, how we can better coordinate among levels of government, how can we, um, do better planning and scenario planning. So that these kinds of things are, are, um, you know, you know, that we're ready for them. And, and that, that takes people who know how to prepare people who know how to execute, um, Uh, a plan and people who um, can, uh, you know, deal with a crisis, who can manage a crisis with calmness and with um, reliance on facts and moving uh, the country in the right direction. And I think, you know, this will be a a lesson for a lot of us in how we should conduct ourselves uh, going forward. And I think government will learn as much as, as all the rest of us do.
1: Tom Ross is president of the Volcker Alliance. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: Tom, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, thanks for what you all do.
1: We'll post this interview along with a link to the Alliance Statement at slash federal drive. Hear the federal drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.